One of the main things about the course is to look at community management, how you involve people in the development projects that affect their lives. And forestry is a very good vehicle for doing that because it involves the economic and the social and political organisations trying to manage this very complicated resource. So we chose India and Scotland because they have very extensive forest resources, key part of people's livelihoods. Um, so we thought it was a good vehicle really through which to explore those questions of community management. I mean, in the past, there's been a tendency, certainly from governments, if you like, bureaucracies, to kind of decide what it is that people need. So it's very top-down, it's very expert, very scientific. And not surprisingly, people found that this didn't really work and so that people felt alienated, it didn't have the impacts that were required. So involving people that are affected directly is is, is one way you can begin to to try and remedy that. I mean, also... um, it's a good way of tapping into sort of local knowledge. The people that on the ground know about where they live far better than some kind of bigwig that comes down from, you know, Delhi or London or wherever they happen to, to have their, their business. And so to understand the local ecology, the local politics, what makes people tick is, is very important to the success of those interventions. Um, you can have, for example, something called a stakeholder analysis, which is one way of saying, OK, we've got this very complex social and political kind of environment we need to identify who the key actors are we don't want to leave people out they have to have their voice so we kind of encourage students through a kind of set of tools such as the stakeholder analysis to identify who really matters and then to tap into those people's views through a range of of kind of research techniques and I say research in inverted commas it's not kind of hard research with lots of questionnaires but it's a way of saying okay those are the people we need to talk to and get their opinions how can we do that and hopefully in that way then the planning that you put in place for the development that you're trying to achieve is is much more kind of attuned to what people need and want. The geographical location is very important because you know you get varieties of of ecology. For example, in the in the Indian uh, DVD on forestry, we went from high mountains, you know, snow capped, cold areas, right down to really hot. I mean, they were hot, baking hot plains. Um, you have different cultural. Set up so in India, you know, one of the key things obviously was was the caste system. So, trying to understand that in a local context was very important. Gender relations. We had examples where a women's organisation was trying hard to kind of battle against a, essentially a very male-dominated system. So, you know, you need to understand how those women think, how those men think, and and what kind of institutions they have in place that bring those relations about, and what you might do to change them. I mean, one of the, the most memorable stories was in, in one of the Indian cases. And there was a, a really interesting case where the upstream community realised that uh, had to talk to that normally they didn't talk much but they talked to the downstream community and what they worked out was that the deforestation in the upstream community was causing silting of dams in the downstream community so they, they it was essentially talking to each other say okay well we we'd rather you didn't the downstream community say we'd rather you didn't deforest because it's messing up our our dams and they said okay so they looked at a way of conserving the forest in the upstream which actually helped the downstream community as a result of that initial discussion they planned together much more so you, you really do see kind of at a very micro level but an important level a set of communities coming together to plan so I think that was one really exciting thing that I hadn't expected to find and in the Scottish case I mean I think the parallels between the Scottish case and the Indian case was really how important a well-organized kind of political org structure is in in india they had these panchayats which are kind of local government at the very very local level um so the, the project works with these established institutions and you had these kind of village heads that fed into that process and where that village head was active 
and eloquent and hardworking, things tended to work, and the same in the Scottish case. But where that was lacking, things you know, things did happen, but probably not at the same pace or with the same kind of innovative kind of drive that you saw. Our approach to planning is that we try and encourage the course. One would be, which we kind of characterise as the blueprint approach. So this is you kind of have a very, you know, like the name implies, an engineering kind of type model in your head and you go in there and you, you know, you break your back to make sure that gets implemented. But we all know that dealing with people and, you know, culture and society is far more complex. It takes, you know, things happen that you couldn't predict. So we encourage what we say is kind of a process base is, yes, indeed, have at the back of your mind a a kind of plan, a blueprint, if you like, but always be flexible in in implementing that. So, in terms of the time it takes, we we'd argue, and trying to encourage our students to say, it will take longer than you think. So you don't you can't change people's values, institutions overnight. It may take years, it may take decades, but that's kind of okay. But what we try and do and say, okay, we're not we're not talking about shortcuts, but there may be certain tools you can use which can help you understand those societies, the political relations, etc., so that you can. I guess speed that process up a little bit or at least not make mistakes when you kind of go in there with a pair of you know big boots and kind of trample you need to be sensitive to what's going on so it's those kind of tools those evaluation tools and research tools that we try and teach students to use and use critically. Um, I mean one of the key stumbling blocks in, in trying to involve people in this form of development management is that some of the social structures that we see the institutions are so embedded that you know you they they can't be changed quickly and even when you give people the opportunity to part, you know take part in those processes they may not want to so for example you know the caste system in india is one where lower caste people are just not used to over hundreds of years of being involved in kind of decision making so trying to overcome that with the best will in the world is quite difficult the other thing i think that happens another stumbling block is that um we found in, in in the case of India, for example, is that even when you try and do, say, this uh, stakeholder analysis, you identify the key stakeholders, they come forth, they give their opinions. Sometimes those people, although they appear to be representative of the community, may be a vested interest. They may be the older men quite often who kind of come along and tell you exactly what's what in the community. And you, you kind of tick off and say, OK, we've consulted with the various, the right stakeholders. We actually find out down the line that these people were trying to protect their own status a little bit. And I think the, the final stumbling block would be that, that people have diverse aspirations and priorities. So in, in the Scottish case, one, pe- one lot wanted lots of tourism and revenue and all that. Other people saying, well, that's going to wreck our forest, you know, if you have people on mountain bikes scooting around. So it's how you reconcile those, those different interests is a key challenge. But it's also, I think, dangerous to assume what it is that the people are trying to help think I mean, that's one of the most dangerous things possibly and the, probably the key message of the course is don't, you know, don't go in there with a set of assumptions that are going to actually undermine what the people you're trying to help think. So essentially the course is a kind of a, a long engagement with how you engage with what the people you're trying to help think and need. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.